see um Megan's birthday freestyle? No. She loves freestyle. Guys. Is that the one where she's in the bikini with the jeans? Yeah. With the hat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, see I didn't see I that. Didn't wow. I've not been really been on like my phone that much this week. Um, oh my gosh, was it good? Yeah, I thought it was fire. So she she do be she do be you know rapping. <laughs> yeah. We've um, been known it's just freestyles. Though. Yeah, we've been known. Yeah, Karen's always said that for sure. That is her freestyles that just be fire. Yeah, this half of bizarre kind of photos tired of aren't. Her. Oh, gone. These are half of his alphas keep following me. These people keep <laughs> someone said <laughs> Blessed be the fruit of the lamb. <laughs> Remember oh. one of the <laughs> see the ones where she's like throwing the like flowy yellow clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually thought those were me. like those were the better ones. Like I prefer exactly. that to the one which was wearing the black flowy dress. Um, did you guys read the profile though? No. No. That was really actually. good. You should read it. Okay, I'll read it. You be reading things, don't you? Like, you're the person that clicks the link. Because we run a magazine. Why do you guys not be reading things? <laughs> I was about to say, I hope you're clicking links. I'm clicking the link, guys. Disclaimer. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I didn't try to Sometimes it'd be long. That was like, sometimes not I reassuring. Sometimes I just, like, I'm here for pretty pictures. <laughs> I actually sometimes, like, worry that, like, for people who... And people write for people who read anyway. But like, I worry yeah. sometimes that if pictures are shit, I don't know if anyone's likely to click on the link then, like at all. Literally, it's which so is so important. upsetting. Because I thought the profile was really good, and I also like really fuck with the writer. Oh, fuck, yeah, fuck with the writer actually. And I was like, this is so unfortunate that someone's probably gonna like just scroll past because the photos suck. Uh, no, literally, that, that's you, why you put quality together. Yeah, everything has to be tip top, tip top because social media, like everyone's got such short attention spans now. So like, you really need Honestly. to grab somebody in like the first three. I think like you've got like three to six seconds from the when they see the tweet to get them to engage. Like, even and when I you think about how you scroll, it. like it's so it's so shit. Like it's so it's crap. really it's really crap. Like I don't even really like, and truly. It's true though because really and truly, when you see a tweet. If there are pictures or a video, you look at the pictures or video first more time, and then you'll go and see like, oh, what what's the actual tweet saying? If both aren't really, I actually like, don't know which I do first. To be honest, I I'm not going to pay like, attention. The thing is, I though, I've been retweeting wordy tweets. You know what? First. When a tweet is just words, I'm more likely to read it if it's got loads of retweets. I was going to say we're fickle as well. So as opposed to yeah, sense. as opposed oh, to like really? if I see like. If I see a tweet with loads of words and like you got one like, I'm probably not gonna read this tweet. I'll always read it if I like the person. Like if like Yeah, I think like the person also, like, yeah. Yeah, like if it's a person whose tweets I usually enjoy, I'm gonna read it regardless of the number of retweets or likes, to be honest. But the thing is they only a a person can only get to that point in your mind after they've like garnered exactly. a little bit of like or if i know them following. i actually really or if you know them like people. yeah like oh, apart actually no that's not true because i have a, i have a lot of people who i don't know if i'm close to i don't actually don't think i i generally with twitter don't really care about how much following you have like i have people who i do, the funnest people that i follow my tl don't have that much following they're just hilarious like they're so you'd be following like funny. random people with like 200 followers that you don't know no, they're not like random. Like I know of, but they're not like my friends. Like I don't follow them because we're homies. Yeah. I just like, okay. like I might know of you, and I'm like, oh, but you're also really, really funny. 
I don't know. I think Twitter. I don't know if Twitter's one of those places where you like follow. I think it's a scam to follow people on Twitter just because they have hella followers. No, no, no. Not just because they have hella followers. It's not just the followers. It's like, do I care? Like, because you're saying, if you know of them, so like they've written work you like before, they've done something you like before, then you go and follow. If if I like what you've done, if you have 200 followers, I don't care. Like, I still will engage. But there has to be something that makes me want to be here. Do you know what I'm saying? You, like, yeah, it, it, it can't just be vibes. Of, like of course, of co- like of course. But uh, what I'm saying mm-hmm. is that, like, I'm shocked that that thing for you is the amount of followers. No, but it's it's not. It's about engagement. Like, if I, I don't know. I f- I follow people just based on like how many mutual followers we have. Like that's more my thing. So I can I tend to kind of stay in my like circle mm. in terms of who I follow back because I don't know you so far. Like, I see okay. This, this this is this person follows you i read your bio you seem to do something called then i'll follow you like not yeah. the follow account doesn't matter but it's about like how relevant i feel whatever you do will be to my tl type thing and that's it literally for me it's that like you could have that's why i'm saying you could have like a hundred like whatever if we have mutual yeah yeah fair enough relevant, fair enough, fair enough really yeah care. yeah i feel but, like that's following though engagement is different so if you see a tweet and you, you're you want to like it or retweet more time you're looking at the, the like does that actually time. like bother you guys like even if there's on there's no retweets if you really fuck with the tweet me. i think it's i think it's subconscious like i don't think it's something that i'm like oh look now i must engage with it i think it, it's what i'm drawn to first and then i move from there but like would it change you wanting to like or retweet it no no if i read a tweet and it's funny or interesting i'm going to like or retweet depending on whatever it is but i feel like when you're just absent-mindedly scrolling like i'm just talking like a general gander through the tl you know minding your business like it depends like what catches your eyes easier photos and videos so those wordy tweets without any photos or videos like it's gonna like something else has to catch your eye and it literally is either like the people who have liked the tweet above or the amount of retweets it is and then i'll stop and read it yeah i did the amount of retweets is so like like irrelevant to me that i'm like shook that that's actually a huge factor like so many other things would matter more even that topic thing matters more to me than the amount of like (laughs) not topic Yeah, no, for real, because if I hey, see like topic a topic that I'm... No, but to- the topic has been nailing it recently. At yeah. first, it wasn't that good for me, but the algorithms figured me out. It has, yeah, I know. But put it this way, I feel like it's the same energy as when you see a long message from someone and whether you care or not to like read it in that moment. What would be likes yeah. in that situation? Huh? Like I'm talking about likes and retweets. What are likes and retweets in the context of a long <laughs> message? But he's saying like, it, everything else infers whether or not you're going to read this message right now do you get what no, i'm saying of course i'm not that's not what i'm uh, okay it's not even an argument i'm just like fascinated with the fact that likes yeah i hear that but i think likes and retweets does play a little bit of a factor for just tweets with words like photos and stuff i'll judge for myself videos i'll watch it and then i'll be like okay but even videos like you have like 10 seconds for real that's Actually, fair I that. yeah there i think some, i'm likely i'm more likely to like, read a thread than watch a video when it's too long legit like yeah. i can't yeah but there are some videos we just know are too long yet i'm still there like two minutes and 20 seconds later never why because they're fine unless it's interesting no because i feel like procrastination is just really real <laughs> sometimes are you bored you know i'd rather watch this two minute video watching. that i don't care about and i'm, st- I'm still there or oh my it's, God. it's really trivial but really fascinating like it doesn't really add anything to my life 
Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You know those videos where the guy was, like, smashing food and cakes? Oh, my God. I loved it. Like, I was like, this is amazing. And it's, like, two minutes in and he's just smashing an apple pie and I'm still here, like... What's it really doing for you? It is fascinating, though. Like, entertainment is still, like... It's still fun, isn't it? Like, it's still, like, this is lit. Yeah, like, I'm just... Why is this, like, giving me, like, a little bit of... Speaking of, like, being two minutes in in something that you don't really like, do you guys hate watch stuff, then? Do you know what? I've been thinking about this hate watch thing. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get how you guys can sit through two hours or a TV show that you're like finding hor- hor- horrific just to tweet about how hate- how much you hated it. Like, that's a waste Unless of time. Unless you're fascinated. Only if I can laugh. Yeah. Only if I can laugh at it at the same time. Yeah, you, I have to if be. There's like no yeah, there's a funny bad like what's that show? Black Lightning. Oh, uh, Black Lightning got me. That shit was nah, so funny. Nah, that show actually like, don't fucking remind me. I can't believe you guys made me watch two fucking seasons of. You know it, came, it came across my Netflix. <laughs> we didn't make you watch thinking, it. You got through that season I? one by yourself. You guys made me watch it because we had to discuss it on the podcast. Yeah, one of but, you, but you, you watched it, didn't you? Oh, so but did you, you want me to it. say no? Oh, so next time you guys pick something I don't want to watch, I'm gonna be like no. I don't want to pick something else. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are giving me the choice. Oh my goodness! No, we but really like used something to force like that. To watch some shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Black Knight it was it funny. It came across like... my Netflix yesterday, and I was like, "Should I, should I watch it again?" <laughs> I'm low-key curious. I felt like I'm low-key. I'm curious. curious. I'm not gonna lie. Every time I see like somebody post about it, I'm like, "Hmm, what's going on?" Over- <laughs> The thing is that even with like bad shows, now nah, I have to be invested because even with like like Black Lightning was funny and then it wasn't like it got really like not funny real quick. Like there's only so much yeah. I can laugh at how bad something is and then it's like ah now yeah, I'm just like yeah. tired. Come on, yeah. But then I think I, I was reading an article. I can't remember who wrote it. I need to like pay attention to like the publication I'm reading stuff on. See, I read guys. See evidence. Um. <laughs> I was reading an article about like hate watching and like you know how Emily in Paris has been nominated for what was it Golden Globe? <laughs> Sorry. I think the, the coolest Golden thing about Globe. about that nomination is the is the woman that came forward saying that they wrote it and everyone believed them. Yeah, that was because I believed her at first. Then when I started reading the news, I'm like, wait, she's trolling. Yeah, no, guys, no one would say that about their work. Like, even if it, it was a joke, at some point, like, you want it to do well. I don't know yeah. if you put that much effort into a show and be like... Exactly. She was saying like she was saying that she was getting emails from, like, BBC. Yeah, she got interviewed. She, having, uh, she got interviewed. Life. She got interviewed. Yeah, she yeah. got like yeah, like people used hey, people used bites of her like tweets in an article about it. Like like a journalist did it as if it was like true. Oh my god, people really don't fact check. <laughs> I know, yeah, like I, I just feel like so every time I scroll through Twitter, I get really butthurt with people like just like throwing jabs at journalists, and then a journalist will do something like that, and I'll be like, oh, fuck it, <laughs> I can't even defend you. I can't even defend you right now. But like One that simple Google would have fixed that. Literally. But like, like that like shows like that, when we hate watch it, you give them you give them the numbers, you give them the data that suggests that people like the show and they therefore they pour more money into it. You know, things get more recognized. So I don't know, I think we do need to be a little bit better with the hate watching thing. Um with, because with awards though. I don't know. Awards awards don't have an excuse. Like, like yeah, yeah. They don't have an excuse. Like nothing's changing that. But at the same time, isn't it there to be scrutinized so you don't necessarily have to watch it because you like it i mean sometimes it's 
it's enough to watch it so you can talk about it or like start the conversation around but, it. Like. But then that's not that's not quite what we mean when we say hate watching. Because there you're fascinated, mm-hmm. like you're invested. So it's not quite hate watching. Hate watching yeah. is when you literally, I would not recommend this. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't even want people to know that I'm watching it really. But here I am watching anyway. Where it's a bit like, it's not even a guilty pleasure. Because like with guilty pleasures, you can justify like why something might be interesting. It might be, the justification might be like shitty. Yeah. But you can still for you. With hate watching, it's but stuff that's like, like, this is ass. Like, I know this element. is ass. I feel like there's still an element of, I want you to know that I'm watching it. Because a lot of the time, you'll go on social media and then you comment on the fact you hate it so much. Do you get what I mean? I low-key don't think hate watching exists. You don't I think hate watching exists? Yeah, I think by virtue of the fact that you're like watching something, at then the very you're least, you're it. fascinated. Yeah. And, you're, and you're in that way... Yeah. Yeah, and and might not be because of the like merit of the show, but you are fascinated. I don't know that I. Yeah, I agree. And I do think award shows at the moment like are doing this thing where I think everyone is following social media. Like social media rules the world and like perception, entertainment industry anyway. Let me not say the world, but like I think like everyone is like following what social media is and if you see loads of tweets about something i I feel like those um boards or whoever makes those decisions just feel inclined to mention things when it's like was it good no it doesn't need to be mentioned in golden globes but because everyone watched it and everyone was talking about it you feel the need to highlight that so i do think like there is a sense of influence that does come from hate watching because we've hate watched it we've all tweeted about it and then these people see this information and think okay these people are interested and we need to mention it here but no <laughs> yeah, I think I think if you're on a board and you rely that heavily on inf- like on like social media and like tweets, then you shouldn't be on that board. Word, word. Like, how can I mean? I d- the whole discourse around Lambert Kayla Cole not getting a nomination and all that kind of stuff. At first, I was like, okay. I was genuinely like, wait, not one mention. And then we, I remembered we don't even care about these things anyway. So whatever. But then <clears throat> there is still something to say about television at being produced at that level being ignored by like something that's supposed to like recognize it and then giving that to like a show like emily in paris i mean shout out to lily collins she's always done her thing like, this is not a hate for her she the rent was due you know but <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah that's what you know wait, hold on little side question did you guys actually hate watch emily in paris i didn't no. i watched one episode and i said I well what i'm gonna do is head out i didn't i didn't i didn't even i haven't watched any emily in paris at i all. watched oh, episode like, one I definitely finished the season. <laughs> but it was oh my god. So it's you we're talking about. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> no, but it was on in the background and I don't think it was like it wasn't serious TV for me. And yeah, it was it actually oh. like as you were talking about it, as you as you were like talking about that there's something to be said, it made me think that I, I think fascination is one of them, but I also think there's like a there's this weird comfort to watching shit that's safe in that like nothing it's not gonna stimulate you <laughs> like yeah you're not gonna Especially, feel happy think, or sad again just... i think that's why it did so well when it did we were depressed i think everyone needed that kind of comfort <laughs> during the pandemic yeah so it's nice to see like this story where you know what's gonna happen you know the trajectory that she's on throughout this whole story nothing's really that new but it's it's safe but yeah, I think the thing I, is I, I went into like a show like Bridgerton like that I went into Bridgerton thinking okay like let me just watch something that's like everyone's saying it's romantic and it's simple and as soon as it started I knew exactly how it was going to end like and it ended exactly how I thought the person who was laid a whistle down I knew but 
I, I feel like love I might be slow. That ish, like, 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 really, like Bridgerton was yeah, just so I good. Like I could not tell. No, also I don't think Bridgerton was safe. Like, I, like I, like I don't think it was like not too much was at stake, but it wasn't like safe, safe. Like it was still. True, I agree. Like yeah, we like were stimulated kind of and like, we got invested quickly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, it was predictable though, and I felt safe in the predictability. I was like, I like just a simple romance. You know when the bad thing's gonna happen, and you know when they're gonna make up, and you know, like I liked like being familiar with that structure and like watching it play out well because everyone you're the acting was good, the cast was. was good. Hmm. I don't think that's Lady Whistledown in the first place, by the way. What, I the person that was revealed at the... Ve- I mean, you guys are watching it by now. So. We're talking about the little ginger girl, right? Like, Yeah. yeah. She I was clearly that, Lady like, Whistledown we from the beginning, guys. I don't think she's Lady Whistledown. You still don't think she's Lady Whistledown if they're going to reveal another Lady Whistledown? How... Because how, what's going to happen in season two if we know she's Lady Whistledown? Like, I don't think they can carry on the story in the same way. Yeah, like what? Maybe it's another season of like courting. I was, I've also been wondering, like, what's the point of season two then? Because there's a happy ending. Yeah, they had the baby that was looking hella white. So, So what's gonna happen? Ah. Why was that baby Caucasian, please? You could have got a light brown baby. I don't know what to tell you. Sometimes biracial jeans like play you. No, but like a little bit of caramel to acknowledge the swell. Come on. Like a little kink in the hair. Also, sometimes kids get blacker as they get older. You can't lie. A lot of mixed race kids get dark skin when they no, get older. No, that's true. Yeah. People, yeah, a lot. We're born pink. Like kids are baby we're all born like pink. pink. <laughs> um, <laughs> to some degree, okay. even the black babies are born pink. You're right. Yeah, I was gonna say that to what you said about like th- there's still something to be said about like Emily in Paris winning over like really really great quality TV. I saw hella tweets that were talking about how, in some way, if we're thinking about an award like an award show. Or just the fact that award shows are not good at spotting great talent. The fact that Michaela Cole is ignored is probably testament to her talent. Like yeah. when you're doing something so like when you so yeah, well that they ignore you. So yeah, and especially I think it's the subject matter as well. Like so well yeah. in a way that is so like just done really sensitively. I mean, I, I, all of these adjectives are I'm getting from what I read. I still haven't <laughs> watched it, but yeah. yeah. What's crazy to me when it comes to award shows, though, is that, yeah, she might be being ignored, but usually, okay, after a, a certain amount of time, I feel like people have standout projects to the point where they can't ignore them anymore. I feel like Michaela Cole is at that point where she can't be ignored You're anymore. underestimating whiteness. So I think that's why it, Oop. I think that's why it just hurts a lot more. That one hurt. I was like, God, like, really the best show? Like undeniable i can watch anything right now and it still just won't be better than it because it can't be i don't know where the hell she pulled that from do you get what i'm saying like that's that's the level of writing that w- i was witnessing like it was incredible so it's like it's like really like are we just not gonna acknowledge that like as a board that's dedicated you know what whatever welcome to the Actually, yeah. you're right. i'm definitely underestimating whiteness <laughs> i'm just deepening it again now because yeah. there are people like spike lee that only got their first whatever's or like a couple years ago. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I'm we actually need to be we need to be invested in truly not caring about this. Yeah, thing. we actually really need to invest in that. You're right, you're right. Because yeah. Especially as black people, like they're not no. They ain't for us. Um but yeah. Welcome to the pod, like I said. Welcome <laughs> to the playback pod. What's up? How What's you up? doing? Uh I'm in great spirits today. You know, the sun's shining. <clears throat> feel like a new woman now that my both my parents <laughs> know about my tats 
I just feel like <laughs> the world is the world is my oyster. Really, I'm even saying that I have tattoos on this podcast. Look at me. <laughs> wow, it was it was Beautiful. like oh tattoos, like sorry, singular. <laughs> watching it just play one. out on your close ah. friends was like hectic. It was hectic. Yo, it was scary. I can't lie. All the emotions. Ope, you were preparing my bed. I was. I was laying the sheets. Like. <laughs> Preparing my bed. I'd bought, I've got Double my ox slippers. I was putting them in a duffel, like. <laughs> ready to just take Run a week off. Run away, love. <laughs> just Run fire away, up some Mary J. Blige and be on my way. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, other than like, I'm actually good. Like, I've, I'm, I'm feeling good right now. Yeah. How about you guys? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm having a really good weekend. <laughs> So I'm very grateful. It's just Saturday morning. And yet and still I celebrate. So please don't rain on my parade. You know the kind of week I had. (laughs) I'll be bad vibes. I'll be bad vibes. Oh man. Bad vibes, bad vibes, Paula. Yeah, no, you're right. Great weekend. I'm I'm really happy for you. Last night was funny. Last night was funny. We were literally just on the parade. Nothing. No, we're actually the with the least entertaining, like Oh my goodness! I, that was. So I think it's because we're not in the same place as well. I don't know. I think that's exactly what would have happened if we were in the same place. Remember when we? I I don't even know if I can. Can I say what we're Just referring to? Just be vague. Okay. <laughs> I am supposed to be actually there. no. Just say it's fine. We here now. Yeah, I don't know how to. So we got high all together on Facetime, and when I tell you, we just went silent. No conversation was <laughs> had. Like no feelings were like shared. All we did was just look at each other and then like we, I don't we know, tried to laugh about something. I tried to fire up so like you know them deep questions like the we're not really strangers, the and stuff. Yeah, I tried to fire that up. <laughs> <laughs> Paula didn't answer for a good half an hour. Did you <laughs> ask the question? And it took us thirty minutes each to remember to like respond to the question. Yeah. Oh, okay. Guys, honestly, this thing of trying to preserve like friendship intimacy virtually is hectic. But you know what? It was cute. We can say we did that now. We can say we did it. You know. What? I mean? How many questions did we do? Like two. We did two. Hey, I'm actually proud of the two that we did. <laughs> uh, no, it was actually fun though. I enjoyed it. It was yeah. fun. Um, Ope, how are you? Um, I'm good. I feel like I'm trying to focus on the little wins. The little wins are like coming through. So yeah, it's been a good week. Guys, I just feel as we didn't promote our magazine once on this thing. (laughs) We didn't what? Promote our magazine once on this thing. Guys, we all run a magazine for those who just joined. (laughs) For those those who might be here for the first time. It's out of office when we're on here. It's true, we are out of office. But the floor mag exists. Go copper copy. It's really nice. Okay, cool. Back to being out of office. <laughs> it's true that we, we do be out of office here. We do be out of office here. We we come here we like jobless people. <laughs> Can't talk about being in the clouds and being like, yes, so our business. Um, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's just like, it's a lot of like contradictions. Um, What have you guys been watching slash listening to? Ooh. Ooh. Oh. It's part of my shout out, low key. Um, but I went back and just listened to whole, uh, like Black's whole discography. Uh, so starting from Free Black, and I, I forgot how much I love. Free Black, Black. is an inc- like that's an incredible and album. What, and what it does to my chest, like out the even gate. the opening song, like for real, out the gate, cold. Like and no one's no one's doing what he's doing. No. I don't think anyone's gonna be doing what he's doing. 
getting old. Like I feel like he hits this this spot between R and B and rap so like so well. Like it's the sweet spot. That's where he sits. Like the sweetest spot between R and B. But it's a different sweet spot for everyone else. So deep, like the way. So for example, like J Cole or Drake hits that hits that sweet spot in between, and I think Mm -hmm. that's like the melodic rap that you get. His is just so different. It's so him. different. Like when I think, and if you think about Free Black, like Learn Ya, wow, this album's so good. One Way, the one with T Pain, that is a yo. That song is that's a cold. serious. That's on the bonus one as well. So it's it on the bonus, the, on the, yeah. Like, so when it came out as the bonus one, I said, "Is this what we're doing?" And deeper, <sighs> that's his first project. And like, let's even talk about Feet Black. Like, Feet Black is a genre yeah. too. He's a force. A it's whole true. genre. And like, he's so versatile with his, with his, so versatile. his feats as well. Because, like, you can feat with, uh, what, J. Cole, and then your feat with Lil TJ, but they're still... Mo- and Summer Walker, so somewhere in between there. Ari Lennox. Crazy. He does, like, anybody can feat Black, and he will make it work. Like, the guy is talented, like, and you can tell it's effortless. That, like, effortlessness. That, like, you can tell he just sits at his piano at his studio and just it just comes out. Mm-hmm. Do you know who else I think has the same potential but in a different kind of lane? So I feel like Black. Do you know what? No, he sits right in the middle. But I feel like there's someone that's like leans a little bit more towards rap that literally has the same potential. Jid. Oh, yep. That's my that's Isn't my that, that was that's about shout. Yeah. I've written it down. I there was I thought it was JID though. Right now. Yeah, uh, I was also, I've been saying JID. JID. I, I think he's said Jid. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's all caps. I'm pretty sure it's JID. Definitely JID, babe. I'm even gonna shout Jid. <laughs> no, literally yeah, JID. They're, they're like and top five in my like yeah. music world right now. Yeah. They're so sick. And yeah, they make so such good music with Mariba. I remember like tweeting that as well. And like just he he's just yeah. incredible. Like they're just incredible. Yeah. Inc- incredible. Yeah. Any other shout outs, ops? Update. What you um, listen to rather? What I've been listening to, I've been going back and listening to old music. Um, oh, that's an updated opinion as well. So I'm, I'm coming out with all of them today. Um, I said before that 2014 Forest Hill Drive wasn't my second favorite because um, Born Sinner is just top for me. But I went back and appreciated how good 2014 Forest Hill Drive really is. It's like a cold really album. A project. It's a cold album. I don't know. I'm still mm-hmm. feeling a bit cold towards J. Cole at the moment. Maybe I'll warm up soon. But yeah, I still have a bit of like anytime he comes up, I'm just like I'm not in that place at the moment. So I hope it will come back because I lo- I love J. Cole and I love his music. But mm-hmm. right now, like I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. That's fair. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe yeah, it's no, still that no name thing. We left the bad taste. The only reason I spun it. Yeah, I w- I'm not even surprised. The only reason I spun it is because someone got me uh, 2014 Forest Hill Drive on vinyl for my birthday. I was mm. like, oh, I haven't played it yet. Like, let me put it on. I was like, wow, it really has like banger after banger. Who got it for you? Mm-hmm. My sister. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Carol Fisher was gonna chat. No, yeah, I had to be nosy. You said someone. I was like, damn, Quinny, this <laughs> person can't be named. <laughs> nah, it's my sister. It's my sister. Uh. Um, all right, I've been I've been playing back quite a bit. Like I've been in my romantic Afrobeat 
bag like that's literally all i've been spinning literally this the sweet you know sexy music like that's just uh i just think that's such a cool like genre of like afrobeats and like like a nice segue yeah basically (laughs) (laughs) basically um (laughs) like the segue into like that kind of music and the artists are doing it not just mra but like Adekunle Gold, um, mm. Bodge, Wizkid at the moment as well. Like all these people that are like making Afrobeats in this way. Ah, oh, I'm just so here for it. Like I could literally listen to it forever. Like I've been, this playlist that I made, that is, I made it for me. Like what I've been doing is playing it. Like, oh, it slaps, by the way. Yeah, I know. You did what you had to do. I know that's right. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's motherfucking right. You know, I know who I right. actually, you know what song I recently listened to that I, I now think is sexy and I didn't at the time? Burner Boy's Bonner. I don't know what it is about it, that the way it starts to me, I think it's the beginning that I was like, oh, this is really, Oh. I don't know if it's just me. Go back and listen to it now that I've mentioned I'll it. I'll go back and, and listen to it and come it. back with it. Yeah, I'll get it's, back to it. I think it's the same. beginning in particular that I was like, this is kind of central. I, I can't tell you what it is. Maybe it's, I don't know if it's the arrangements. I don't know what it is, but I it probably I is the arrangement of, a little bit. Yeah. Um, and maybe I was yeah, dying so for it in the moment. I don't know, but I probably. Was so finished. Sometimes probably. that that like affects you. Like hey. everything you watch <laughs> now becomes. Everything. Um, I've also been um, spending some of my vinyls finally like I fired them up. I got a new one. I got a super duper wow. fly like sometime at the All end the of cool last kids year. Have vinyls. <laughs> um and recent song got me shape about baby as well so it's like um you yeah, people definitely. into someone <laughs> okay i'll name rosa got me shape about baby let me give her her things <laughs> give her her things but yeah like just just music, no one's you know? backing down today karen <laughs> we ain't backing down oh oh okay okay so i can keep bet oh. anyways um yeah so that's when we're playing back i haven't watched any tv not a single movie really um i feel like i watched something though recently that oh to all the boys yeah that was really nice i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed it i thought that was a great sequel and they can give me another one if they feel like it and i'm gonna watch that i know mm-hmm. it's enough let's stop nah I, honestly they could keep going i'm sorry one they could keep going. actually I think Two All the Boys One and Two All the Boys Three are perfect romance films. Like I think perfect. perfect. Two, no, two was a little bit lackluster. I haven't watched three yet, so maybe that's why I'm saying it. Yeah, no, I was, so, I was, but to be honest, yeah, two was lackluster. But I think I liked the franchise so much, I was always gonna watch three with like. Yeah, Michael. two was a nice segue into three. Like now it makes sense now that I watched three. Like I like, I'm happy to watch two just so I can watch three. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and honestly, three was, two was gave really us good. like. Two gave us a chance to really fall in love with Kitty. Yeah. Like, Kitty shined in two, if you remember. Like, that was yeah, my time to, shine. like, shine, She bro. did shine. Yeah, definitely. But three was such a... Like, I didn't expect it to be as good as it was or expect myself to enjoy it as much as I did. I but once perfect. once the movie oh finished... God. Literally, once the movie finished, I said, no way am I ready for part four. Like, I need another one. <laughs> I was like, what was yeah. It was so cute. Oh. Isn't it's, it based off so of uh, three books? Yeah, it's based on three books, and that is the last book, I think. So yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't Um, know if they are going to do another one, but it was it was lovely. So so good. I I love like like people don't need to be tension in romantic films does not need to be because one of them is like an asshole. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's not just because alive. No no one's heart needs to be broken. It could be just yeah, like the tension. It could just be because alive. Yeah, yeah, and I think they do that that work really well. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they don't like, they don't let, they're still very like, love. they love each other. Like the love just stays like, we don't need to stop loving each other because of, you know, whatever issues going on right now. Yeah. It was really cute. Really, really loved that. So yeah. And my updated opinion is to do with what we're talking about. So I'll, I'll we'll segue into that afterwards. So what's up, Karen? I've been watching a lot of film. Um, so yeah, I watched all the boys. I also watched um, Mulan. For the what? Don't worry about Say it. I also watched. Don't worry Sorry, about no. it. Like for the what? Okay, I watched it for the first time. You are almost twenty-five Damn. years old. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know why it, it just was not there when I was growing up. Like it was. <laughs> she I said I didn't have access things. to the files. <laughs> yes, no, honestly. You a grown ass woman. You a grown ass woman. You a grown. Yeah, it was. Woman. It was good. I mean, I think I, it was good. I think obviously because I'm missing that like nostalgia element. I, I hear Wait, it. so like, you still didn't feel it? Like you didn't? You no, didn't I liked feel it. Like I said that. it was good. I said it was good. I said it was good. Yeah, but Milan's not just good. Like Milan's like one of the greats. It's it's great. It's a really good. Thank you. Film. I prefer that adjective. How did you bully her into changing her? Answer. No, because I, I feel it. I just don't know. It. I'm it not works. like. I, I really do think that, like, a, a huge part of why you guys think it's, like, p- perfect, though, is because you're, like, I don't know. The, the nostalgia bit is really, it's powerful. Let's not lie. The thing is, though, we always say nostalgia, but, And that doesn't take away from like, the quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I but think the it's thing... powerful, though, because... Sorry. I think it's powerful, though, because we look back and it's like, oh, my gosh, it was still as good now as it was back then. Mm. And I think nostalgia is literally just a bonus to that. Yeah, because yeah, cause so now, I because I don't have that, I'm comparing it to, I don't know, fucking Coco. <laughs> okay, fair I mean? enough, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Coco, purpose, yeah, I you're just right. I don't fair know enough. how not to, because that's also what I watched recently in my adult life as well. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand great. that. Because really, if you're. Really yeah, if you're comparing Mulan to like those these cartoons that we watch now are a little bit more advanced in terms of like topic and like not even just topic that the way they translate the topic yeah no for sure everything everything really they've had they've had a lot more time to develop their craft yeah the craft is definitely more developed in terms of just animation in general so i think there is a there, there is a difference in that sense but mulan i think the way it made me feel as a kid it's it's it it doesn't die like i put on mulan now and i'm like Let's get down to business. To the feet. The hands. <laughs> yeah. Like, See, I but and, and I will say those two, those songs, the the two songs were fire. I like I, I get the hype with the scene with the Which two I'll ones? Make a, I'll make a man out of you and girl worth fighting mm. for. Fucking perfect. Okay. Like perfect vocal performances. Yeah, perfect. Oh my god. Yeah. What a girl what a great time. For. That was so fun. Yeah. And and like funny as well. Um I've always You should I've watch the second one, watched... it's really, really good as well. Okay. I'll I'll watch that this It's week. really actually really good. Like I loved it on too as well, so definitely. Nice. Um I don't know what compelled me to rewatch Pretty Woman, but I did obviously underwhelmed. And then I also watched um <laughs> <laughs> really? Cold, yeah. I haven't rewatched Pretty Woman in years, so maybe I just shouldn't. Yeah, me neither. Don't, don't. I, I think I, it's something that should stay in the archives. Like, yeah, I mean, like Julia Roberts is really gorgeous. Like, she's so charming. Ooh. It's really hard not so to. Like, charming. Yeah. So charming. So charming. And like so charming that I. Mm. I mean, I get the appeal with Richard Gere, but wow, the like <laughs> the shadow that she cut. Like, she just, she just like, oh, she runs everything. Anyway. 
it's hard to take your eyes off of her like it, it yeah just, it's really hard to yeah, like I don't even know though he holds his own up. next to her, but the film is about her, and I think even the title "Illusion" and the way the film goes it is about her, and they did pick her because she's completely yeah. Like but it's not a, the film is 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 a film. Yeah, like the film's not. Av. It's is is mid a little bit. Yeah, and then I also watched this film called "Walking and Talking," which was released around the same time. I think '96, and it's about friendship, and it's literally about it. Yeah, it's just about it's about that feeling of like. You know when your friend is growing in another direction and it's almost heartbreaking that they're not growing in the same direction it's like mm. that kind of mm. feeling it was so so good i loved it okay. um, walking and talking noted i forgot oh okay i'm gonna take you guys back work with me do you do you okay. remember the, the for some reason this is the only place where i can remember this woman but um the the tv show about it's just one of those TV shows where people are like brought into an academy to to learn how to be like like special agents, and it stars um, Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> Not Priyanka. Special guys... agents. <laughs> Wait. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to like. Let me. You know what? It's fine. That's gonna take us too long. Is it Spy Kids or something? No, Spy Kids. Priyanka Chopra. I- yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think yeah, I've ever. Wow. Okay, if we, if we were like, if we were in a charades team together, we would have lost by now. Hey, first of all, and Heech, Catherine Keener. Ever. Um. Yeah. I don't think I've ever. Like, and Heech, and Heech is the person and I was. Th- you've never watched Priyanka Chopra in a film. I don't think I've ever registered. Like, oh my gosh, like she's in that film. I understand oh, that. Okay. okay, I actually understand that. I think I haven't either. Really? Like, I'm sure I've watched a so film with Priyanka not... Chopra in it, but I've never thought, oh, there's Priyanka Chopra. Yeah, I don't Trump. know. I feel like it's really hard to miss her, though, in a film. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. Okay. I just don't anyway, but speaking. Um, oh, anyway, I also watched Namaste Wahala, and oh. I'm so upset with myself because I. Oh, so should I not make a comment then? If you guys are gonna watch. No, no, it? no. Tell, tell me what you thought about it. I haven't, uh, I haven't watched us, it yet, tell but us. tell me what you thought about it. Okay, so obviously, like we were all like, this is probably gonna be crap, but it'll be like a fun, funny watch at the very least. Like it'll just be like, okay, well, that was a cute time, but like I think at some point, I don't know where in my line of thought I got mistaken, and I was like, oh, maybe this might be good. Yo, guys, I was sorely like disappointed. Um, it was alright, like. I don't know how much fun I had, in all honesty. Like, it was... Eh. <laughs> she said, I don't know. I mean, it's only about third hour out here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, think, really sure. I think it's... I think it also, like, it just kind of... When I was watching it, it just hit me that, like... I don't know. This is, like, a combination of two of, like, the biggest, like, film... Like, film-like worlds. Mm-hmm. And this is all they could come up with. Like, like at some point, I was like, mm, wait, but yeah. this should... Like honestly, like all I'm not to be a party pooper. I get I get the point of this was to just be just a good time. I get it. But it was also just like, bruh. Like I grew up watching both yeah. Bollywood and Nollywood and they make incredible films and for like the combination of the two yeah. it kind of felt and like I- <laughs> Yeah, and I think also like with with Bollywood and Hollywood, and I think that crossover should at least, to me, at the very least, be fucking hilarious. Like, let's laugh, even I mean, if it's it like was, an but av- the but the the funny the humor wasn't. I don't know, man. I I want I, I don't know. I feel like because the, the two make such funny films, I want the humor to be good quality. It wasn't. It was a little kitschy. It was a, it was a little like, it was it was uh, it leaned into stereotypes in a way that was like yeah boring uh, it, uh, uncomfortable as but well you could kind of tell uncomfortable too oh no 
yeah, but no uncomfortable because it was like. So that's what I'm saying. I, I I hear that, but at some point I for some reason started to think, oh maybe it might be, and then obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you though. Sometimes when you really like, because you okay, I really like Nollywood. I really like Bollywood. I find them both so fascinating. Bollywood is amazing, man. So putting them together. Yeah. You already have expectations, regardless. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's like and it's and they have like like Nigeria and India have those cultures that are pretty, they're pretty well known to people who are not from those countries, right? So you already have yeah. a kind of expectation of what a crossover would kind of look like. I don't know. I just I, my standards started getting higher out of nowhere, and I played myself in that <laughs> was way. Was it at least? Was it at least extravagant? I mean, I like of course it was. It was yeah, the okay. dramatics were in abundance. If if what okay. you want is theater. Listen, okay. that it gave. It gave what okay. it needed to give in terms of the theatrics. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. I'm glad it was just massive because I. And least... it was like '90s <laughs> Bollywood theatrics, like the like singing behind trees theatrics, like like that. <sighs> oh my god, it's reminding me of um, what's that? What's my favorite Bollywood film? Oh, Bride and Prejudice. What a movie, man! That's your favorite Bollywood film. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm basic. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like your favorite Bollywood film should at least be not in English. The title. Sorry. I know it's terrible, guys. Call me the white man, but hey, <laughs> that that movie slaps. How about it? Like it. Hey, yeah, wow. It does, it, it does slap. It slaps. Sorry, it's true. Like, that it's movie slaps, pretty, and I love the cast. That main, movie. that main babe, that the like the famous Indian babe. That's just so fine. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, Shwara Rai isn't that. Yeah. Ooh, girl, she fine. <laughs> she's gorgeous. <laughs> that is very. She's true. gorgeous. She's, she's gorgeous. Hey, you ain't lying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any other updated opinions that you want to share, lads? No, we can get we can sense. get to the to we the can get in stuff. our feelings. Oh my gosh! So my updated opinion that I wanted to save. Um, I was having a conversation with someone. Um, because I'm listening to Frank obviously for Super Album. Um, and I was like, because I Frank haven't Ocean. listened, huh? You gotta say his full name the first time. Frank Ocean. Thank you. Thank you, baby. She said, and that's Mr. Ocean to you. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ocean to me, that's for sure. Literally, um, I've listened to, I'm always like in the mood to defend Blonde because everyone like always comes to, comes at Blonde with this energy that like I just don't appreciate. I think Blonde is an incredible album as well and I just don't like the tone that I hear from people when people talk about Blonde. So, <laughs> you know, when I was describing Blonde, I was like, you know, this person was saying, that they thought Blonde was okay, but they didn't really get you know get into it. And I was like, blah blah blah. And I think Blonde is almost as good as Channel Orange. Like I said that yesterday. Obviously, I was listening to Channel Orange, and I was like, wow, I was wrong. Yeah, I was gonna say the key word there is almost. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, even was, that's even that's generous. Um, almost is generous. There. Almost is even generous. Channel yeah. Orange is arguably one of the greatest like modern R&B albums. 100%. If not the best. 100%. Like, I honestly do think it might be the best. Because I'm trying to think, like, the ones I would come out here with were some of my favorite new school um, R&B albums. Obviously, Shape Out a Baby, um, Control. Oh, Channel Orange is something, ain't it? Like, wow. He put his, he put his left nipple into that. He, nah, he was in... When, he, when I say he was in... Not the bag, left nipple. It was, a, it was one of those the great bags. One. 
with with the with those phrases on the sides of flowers and rainbows and shit like he was in his bag he was inside that. the bag he belonged to the bag he became the bag he was but like, the bag like quite literally though he was like he actually i actually don't know anyone in new school that is able to like he like flattened himself out through the album like that's yeah. he like laid himself down and like he like literally turned himself into music for him. He turned in himself album. into music for us. Do, that like, album, do you know like, how, he turned like, himself crazy into that music. Is? Like, <laughs> you know that TikToker? Who's that TikToker? Who like is it? Is it Bowmanizer that just morphs into stuff? Yeah, he literally that's... morphed into Chandler Ridge. No, for <laughs> real. And I actually generally think it's really like difficult to do. I mean, from like an emotional like point to literally be laid bare like that is like tough, yeah. especially for him because oh my gosh. So I reread the letter that like yeah. he wrote to talk about how it inspired Channel Orange. When I saw you, I like was crying by the third sentence, but it's because I already knew it. So I knew it was coming <laughs> and like fully, <laughs> like <laughs> fully saw it. It wasn't even like, no, for real, like guys. I... <laughs> no, what? I think I should reread it because that can make me cry. Because I remember no, reading real. it. That's a lot. I was, That's I was, this album came out in 2012. So I calculated what, this nine years ago now. So I was, Thirteen. Um, I was gonna say that should not take that long. Like I was thirteen, right? And okay, so I'm th- I'm sitting. I'm. I remember listening to this album, thinking, "This is something I don't understand yet." And the day I understand this, because I knew it was great. Like you can't objectively listen to Channel Orange and not feel that this is sensational music. However, like in terms of the the depth to it, and then when he wrote the letter, you know, I was my little baby, you know, trying to figure some shit out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, wait a second, not this being like everything I've ever needed ever. No, it's it's actually like I I don't I mean I, I hope he does, but I don't know what Frank knows what he's done for like queer babies. Like I don't think he understands. Like it's one thing yeah. to like relate to it on like a unrequited love. Like you, you don't need to, like sexuality doesn't it sucks. Yeah. Period, mm-hmm. right? But like that added layer of like, oh my god. <laughs> No, that added layer, that added layer, like, that added layer. Of like literally realizing you're like in love with your friend is like, oh Yikes. my God, Frank. And I also think like with, with Channel Orange and even with the letter, like part of it, mm-hmm. part of like why I was even like crying reading it, the content, sure, but he's like a fucking poet, bro. Like that mm-hmm. shit is written so brilliantly, like both the letter and the fucking album. And like, and for me, the album is like, there's only, I don't know, like R&B there's a pretty pre-prescribed, pre- pre-described, what am I trying to say? Like the, the formula to make an R&B hit about someone who mm. doesn't love you back is pretty yeah. like set in stone. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's a traditional way to go about it. And he said, he like put a fucking skewer to that tradition and said, I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want and, and give you guys like a, like a visual, like an audio, ver- uh, just like a... And, and literally and, I was, the way I described this album, like it's, it's, it's R&B completely through and through, but it's like... It's the perfect like alternative spin on it that has like you, that that literally sets the scene so well because R and B, R and B to me it, like when R and B that sets the scene is often better, which is why I think Shea Butter Baby like albums like Control that really put you in locations and put you in specific emotions and put you in like specific like headspaces tend to resonate a lot better. But like with adding that like almost band feel like to songs like pyramids lost where it's like the beats are very like 
not um not traditional r and b like it's pop there's hella pop it's, elements. it's like, like pop like, and it's yeah. alternative and it's like it's like he's he's a little bit of a band on i, I don't know why the word band keeps coming to mind but like that that spin on r&b made it punch even harder because let's be honest like nobody got us through our teenage emo angsty feelings like you know the paramours and the i said paramour <laughs> what's the name of the band is it paramour yeah, you're right. Yeah, Paramore. Oh, he's Paramore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. I don't know. Suddenly, I was like, you know, all the all the words beginning with P now, suddenly, I'm like, thinking I'm saying panoramic, this, the, 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 literally. <laughs> like, Paramore's, like, all those, like, um, what's it, Panic at the Disco, all those kind of, like, he felt like, he, to me, he, he like, brought R&B there. You definitely feel the angst. I, I, you definitely yes, feel. Yes, the angst. Yeah. Um, and, and just, and I think, yeah, to kind of like, like submerge you into that, the start and the end is obviously like a really clever way to just like, you, you already know, okay, I'm, I'm entering something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the start okay. goes and then it's straight into thinking about you. Huh? Yeah. Like, I also huh. personally, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of people putting singles first just to get them out the way and that like, get you already know way. this. Let's experience mm-hmm. something yeah. new, though. And I can, yeah, and I can imagine if you have several singles, you kind of have to, like, like Pink... I don't know if Pink Matter was a single as well, or if it just became a standout after... Yeah, Pink Matter just became a standout. Okay, so if you have more than one single... I mean, I hear that you can't always do that, but for the most part, I really appreciate when singles are not scented anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. But, like, strange to thinking yeah. about you. And to me, another thing I love about um, this album is that it goes... is the perfect range of long and short songs um like fer- songs like fertilizer sweet life that just in and out and then mm. the ones like pyramids that go on for like 10 minutes <laughs> and, like literally oh my god and lost as well god lost that song yeah just play it like play it play it <laughs> <laughs> just play it <laughs> I don't have oh, words, guys. I'm just like, it's too much. No, for real. Like, just play it. Um, bro, I just... And I also like... He's so smart. What a smart dude. Even like the lyrics and like the imagery of like addiction and the imagery of mm-hmm. like wealth and the imagery of like feeling trapped. Like, oh my goodness. I just... It's not every day you must say like... Literally, like some days, like shroud it in something that will make us have to think. Yeah, like be a poet with it. Like he really is. But like his pen game strong. The strongest, and that's something that's always stood out to me. But I think the first time I properly beeped it, because you can obviously hear it on the so- on nostalgia ultra. Yeah, nostalgia ultra. So, I think I've I've really listened to that at face value first time round. I think the first time I started to beep his lyrics was really Chandlerian. And I really, I just sat there like, wow. It was really just in amazement. And the song that stands out to me, like, lyrically, is Sierra Leone. Yeah. I was going to say, the lyrics on that one might, might be, the, I think, huh. <laughs> I don't know. I have one. No, he's, he's singing, but he's singing in a way, <laughs> you know, you know, like when you're in, like, I don't know if it happened, like in Nigerian churches, when you're, when you're singing like a hymn mm-hmm. and they'll call out the next line of the hymn that's kind of what it felt like to me but the fact that he called out those words it's almost like i understood them a little bit more because mm-hmm. i had a lot more time to think about it. it wasn't just his singing voice behind it he was literally stating them word for word 
So I, so I had a bit more time to be like, hmm. Yeah. And like that song in general was just so poetic. Oh, I love that song so much. Yeah. I mean, I think the one, the song that, I don't know, I don't think it's my favorite song, nor do I even really think it's the best, but the one that like grabs my heart and squeezes it is Bad Religion. To this day, I don't, I don't understand why he felt the need to do that because we didn't need to suffer, but we did because and it was, I was everything gonna say, we needed. I was going to say, I think lyrically, that's one of the songs that really hits me hard. It's also like, because I've just, I've just, just recovered <laughs> from like, <laughs> like I've just recovered from like the combination of like, uh, for me, from Pilot Jones to Monks, like is uh, something mm. about Pilot Jones, first of all, like I, that's yeah. that's usually where I start to really get my feelings. I don't know what it yeah. is, but then bad yeah, religion. Same. It's like ah, oh, so I'm not done. I'm not done. Now I'm I have to done. be <laughs> like I'm upset again. Sorry, a little, a little. And from bad religion before. goes into pink matter. He's a madman. Like he didn't let breathe you, on this it, one. If there's one reason to love Frank Ocean, it's that he must have great taste because it's always involving Andre 2000. Yep. One thing Frank gonna do is feed Andre. Okay. And let me tell you something. That combination of people, you already know, three stacks are one of my favorite people in the fucking world. To, like, Big Matter yeah. is like. I, sometimes I feel like that's you know you know songs that make you think this has to be made for me. Like yeah. I, you thought of me when you were making this song. That's how I feel about Lost. That's how I feel about Lost. Like that's, that's how really how I feel about Lost. Like this that song that's that's that song's mine. Because I feel like you can't pick a favorite song, but what's the song that does it for you? like what speaks to you the most honestly? i can't because like i'm saying if bad religion pick, pick one song <sighs> okay let bad me religion. Just like, let me take the scenic route <laughs> i think it i think it does change though i think like because of the way mm-hmm. because of how like yeah because he is talking about different things about falling in love and like being in love and shit like that so depending on how you're feeling you could wake up and bad religion could hit you harder that day pyramids could hit you harder the next day i don't know fucking Forrest Gump can hit you out another. But for me, consistently, even when I'm happy, bad religion yeah. will always Be- make me feel like, yeah. fucking hell, man. And the thing is with me, I think I have a, a, a genuine, like, emotional tie to bad religion in terms of, like, I was heartbroken in the time where I, like, would repeat the song day in, day out. And every time that nigga would say, oh, unrequited love. When he, like, you know when he says it, like, straight up, unrequited love yeah i lose it every single time even when i'm like in a good mood and everything so i do think bad religion's got that hold but even even me, literally like to use religion sorry i just be, yeah. before you move into another song even like to use like because it's true like being like feeling strongly for someone, like that connection can really it can really make you, you feel spiritual like that feeling is fucking it hypnotic is. the same but way that like feeling so spiritual many, is it's on so many different levels so you can look at it spiritually. You can look at it from a story perspective. Like he's literally in the back of a cab, oh, just driving around. Sorry, what? A with How can and let me tell you now, because do you know the you know that from I don't know if you guys I don't know if you guys have done this, but have you ever like spilled your guts out to a stranger because they're a stranger? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And to me, I, that's what I think. I think I have a thing. Obviously, me and Uber bonded for life. But like, I I love cabs. Like there's that feeling of getting in the car and like meeting someone who obviously sometimes you don't speak but a lot of time i tend to speak to cab drivers i'm not somebody that hates it and there, there was one time like i there was a cab driver and we just spoke about so much like he was a photographer he was telling me about photos da, 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 and we were just talking forever and i think to translate a feeling like just spilling your guts especially being as heartbroken as he was to a cab driver and a cab driver starts praying for him nah sorry get out of here 
f off get, I also get think, away i don't know if that's a i don't know if that's a real story but i think there's like moments in your life where something so something so god sent happens to you that yeah. you're like this is <laughs> this is yeah. like like this, this is, is literally life. like as in yeah like as in i was I was being my angels were watching me suffer and said you need some sort of like you guidance need. in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. That and that that is no. literally what that song feels like. It's crazy because every song is literally its own story. Period. But it's so relatable. Regardless of who you are, what position you're in, you can relate to every song on some kind of level. I also yeah, I also wanted to like highlight crack rock because that record like like you were saying like the the double entendre <laughs> of um <laughs> of religion and not religion sorry addiction um and like the way he, he really specifically is like it, not specifically explicitly is talking about addiction and like you know cocaine and like finding like some form of solace on that and like to call it crack rock like like the <laughs> like you know what i mean like where you where you find support like in the crack sorry anyway um incredible song and i think the wordplay on that one is like it's probably some of the best um but like you can't even say lyrically it's better than some others because wow but no. my defense for lost is that bloody melody i'm sorry you can't dun, dun, dun. like the melody from beginning like the first millisecond is completely it's the song already if that makes sense like he's already taking us exactly where he wants to take us with that one and when and when he when he comes into like the hook the miami like tokyo's fade love. no uh, what dun, dun, dun. incredible, incredible. Do you know what going back to you um what you were saying about that live band feel <laughs> i think a song that people no i wouldn't even say sleeps on you can't sleep on this album but one song that i don't think gets enough praise is monks yeah literally the live band feel is just completely like the drums go off in that song ridiculously mm-hmm. and the breakdown at the end of the song the lyrics and the breakdown are so poetic and metaphorical it's crazy oh i want to i want to shout out white for a little bit because huh no huh no it's it's the more instrumental no, one a, i don't know if it was the piano yeah. though John Mayer, it's John Mayer. Yeah, uh, guitar. Okay. it's a guitar, it's a guitar, okay. not a piano. Yeah, wow, wow, no, wow. Yeah, that's that's my that's my thoughts on. I love that as well because he took that from is it Ark Future Mixtape Volume Two. Mhm. Yeah, he took that from there and then transferred it because on that one, did it have words? It didn't have words, or it was a bit. Which one? I don't know. No, there's no words on it. I think, or maybe he does. Okay, that's what, the that's what there's I'm no sorry, words yeah. on white. Yeah, there's so, no words on white. Yeah. It's just the yeah, there's on, no words on, on white. Sorry, yeah, on odd or future volume two, it's very similar. Yeah, but it's got words. But on this one, it's like it didn't. It didn't need the words at all. Yeah, it didn't need it. That that melody like, actually speaks whatever he was trying to speak. Like the, in terms of moving exactly. from moving from lost to mo- to monks, like the melody does it. The, the melody spoke. It's like a little like intermission. It's like elevator music for like the best kind of elevator music you could ever hear. Even that little Mary J. Like, Blige um sample, sorry, current in Sweet no, Life. Finish. You even said real love. I said no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm searching for nah. Searching for King. This is my king. Frank is my king. No, no Frank slander will ever be. That's why I don't like blonde slander because I'm like, wait, do you know who this man is? But that's the thing. 
I don't know if it's slander. I think it's a thing where you're comparing Frank to Frank. But I don't... Okay, fair comparing Frank to Frank. Cool, I understand. But Blonde is a different album. Blonde is like... This album sad, but like... Blonde is sad for a different reason. It's not sad because of heartbreak. It's sad because it's sad. Think, I actually don't know if I hear... Or personally, I don't hear a lot of Blonde slander. And for me, it's it's usually... It comes off, It usually comes off as like... It's good... But I can't even, I don't know what it is about Channel Orange that even it transcends beyond the music. And I don't know if Blonde does that to people as much as like Channel Orange does. Like with Blonde, I can, I, agree. I don't know if I can speak to the spiritual part of, of Blonde as much as I could about the Channel Orange. I think what it is, Channel Orange you're is definitely right in that. Like Channel Orange transcends music and Blonde doesn't, but Blonde is still an incredible album. And I still don't want that to be lost, even if it, it's not what Channel, it, I don't think Frank, do you know what? I think Frank is one of those artists that, like, I don't feel the need to get more music from him. He can never drop another album again and I'm fine. Or he can drop one tomorrow and I'll be happy. Do you get what I'm saying? Because what he did on Channel Orange, it's, it's done. You've done it. Like, you don't need to do anything again where music is, is concerned. So I felt like Blonde was a perk. And I didn't go into Blonde even thinking anything similar to Channel Orange was going to happen because it couldn't. Yeah, no, I was, I don't think, yeah, I think it'd also be unfair to the artist for you to go into a new album already, like, thinking that they're going to make a Yeah, like, I, Channel Orange, one. Channel Orange. That's it. Like, it's done. Like, sealed. The box is closed. No one's going to do it again. Himself included. Because it was clearly, it came from a place, like, deep in the pits of his soul and, like, all those emotions like you said, he laid himself flat and turned his emotions at that time and the things he was going yeah. through at that time into music. It's not going to be done again. With that said, though, like, I'm not to contradict myself, but I do think, like, I don't think he laid, he laid himself bare in, like, a selfish way. Like, a lot of the music, like, the, the his, like, experiences are really in the details of it. It's just that, like, because we now know a lot of it, like, it's, it's really easy for us to, like, place it. But really and truly, a lot of the music focuses on storytelling way more than it does on him like, yeah like i don't think mm-hmm. yeah like in, in like sharing his experiences that's not he told point. other stories yeah. yeah like the point of this was not to share his experiences i think in like t- yeah. in like sharing he did anyway but mm-hmm. um and that's yeah. how you do it right like that perfect balance between like inward like whatever and outward and like 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 i think about fucking pyramids where he talks about uh, like a stripper a stripper sugar mama it's it, like that's yeah. Th- like that's not a i don't know maybe he has yeah I, yeah i, don't know I understand what you're trying to say but yeah yeah i mean it, it's like on. a per- oh, it's literally what i feel like a like a perfect presto essay literally where it's like the perfect balance yeah. between like you know enough of me that's relevant to keep you hooked on why i'm writing this but really and truly this is not about me it's about all the other yeah. things that i think are it's important. about all the emotions that you know we all go that's through. the crazy thing though we didn't know that much about him before this album came out at all yeah i don't think at i didn't all. listen to this thinking i don't think my first few listens of channel orange were me thinking like he's telling us all of this that devil came later i was just like these are great fucking songs bro mm-hmm. and then when when the letter did come out but even before the letter i was like this this nick like especially songs like bad religion and like songs like sierra leone like we said um and pink matter like you can there's something going on here like this is too much like the 
the death but I do think we're also just, like we're uh, inclined to think that people like are autobiographical like that's the thing that we do with every artist like yeah, when definitely. people make stuff mm. regardless of the genre even like in fucking film like people ask that question of how much was this how much of you is in here all the time with art yeah. yeah, and I think art for, for art for the most part, music included, it is autobiographical in a sense. But I think art can be made based on anything you've seen, saw, heard, felt, smelled. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's just such a combination of things, and not everything you have experienced was your experience. If that makes sense, yeah. like I can watch my friends go through something, and like something can come out of that. Do you get what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah I think in that sense, he definitely he's definitely telling like a universal story for like we've all like love is universal heartbreak is universal um unrequired love is universal like all of these all of these emotions are universal and he finds a way to tell each of the stories in each song but you like you said karen enough of him is in there that you know you just knew that he was he never felt nothing like this before <laughs> you'd felt nothing like that before this and a, we all got to special kind of it also helps that he like he he the seriousness of the like of the matter was like taken away by the fact that you see moments of like childishness like there's like bits where he's just he's just him and do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah. it's just a little like a little shy it's a little quirky it's like which yeah that super so rich kids personal. i think you get those moments yeah yeah super rich kids is a perfect example of that and um oh what's one of the kind of like interlude songs it's not coming to me. Not just it money. Like, um, no, uh, just before fertilizer. Is it the beginning bit of fertilizer? It might be the beginning of fertilizer because thinking yeah, about it's it before the beginning fertilizer. Bit of fertilizer. It sounds like really childlike and playful, almost like he's in an arcade. Mm. Oh, like the yeah, background. I okay, I get, I get what you mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah Can we talk know, about yeah. his voice? <sighs> I don't know if we talk about Frank's voice enough, and I think that's just testament to the fact that the rest of his talent, his skill set is so fucking impressive that you forget that this nigga's still singing. Like the reason that you feel this way is because of how well he's singing the songs, and his his and voice. You know where you can't ignore it. The track you cannot ignore his voice is Pink Matter, especially before Bro, three sets. Bro, even fucking thinking about you, that that thinking song, about you, Sierra Leone so though. Do, Cause he be shouting. He, he, he was shouting. Do you ever fucking hell, man? How many times have we? Well, let me speak for myself. Tried and failed in the shower to hit that like. So do you not think <laughs> what? <laughs> be yelling in your room. Oh, and it's, it's the move from like the low register to like. <laughs> he actually was just being a show off. He said, "Listen, I will." He was being a show, show off. He showed off my whole range. And let's not like literally that song thinking about you, that vocal inspired every single person with a computer and a camera had to record a cover. Like you just had to record a cover. Even if you couldn't sing, they were recording covers. The thinking yeah, about your covers didn't a stop. Tornado. Everyone was saying a tornado. A tornado. Everyone, a tornado. <laughs> Next video, a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> everyone like had a tornado no, slide around their room don't like. think about you might be one of the most covered songs like it is so covered like it's so covered it's ridiculous like honestly uh uh gosh gosh is there even a point in racing it in what i said is there even a point is there any point in rating it that's what he said i mean look it's a it's a it's a it's a situation of I can say ten out of ten, but it doesn't even feel like right. Like I need to say something else. <laughs> no, oh, you know honestly. When I first listened to it, I didn't like Forrest Gump. 
Nyonyo and that because I love every song. Okay. I've never not liked oh no song no! I'm <laughs> saying when I feel like I think the first time. I'm just, thinking, why are you telling us that? I was like, <laughs> I was like, Forrest Gump didn't. I'm Jacob, yeah. Jacob. Yeah, I understand. No, but you I mean, know what? I, I will say I'm I'm probably capping because at the time when it came out, a lot of this compared to the rest of the music, maybe not experimental. If you're someone who listens to like pop already or like some kind of alternative music, but I was not. I was listening to very much. I was probably listening to Young Money. Like that was like like at the heart of the kind of music I was listening to. And so for this to come out, songs that Forrest Gump are pretty like experimental. Like they are, the melodies and the sounds and stuff like that are like, it takes a, it could take you like a bit longer to be like, okay, this is a nice song. And then now I guess we've kind of like grown up and been like, this is a fucking incredible song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this album is gonna age up oh, beautifully. Can you guys not not wait to be like fifty and like either deep in love or like if we're not in love, then hey. Um, yeah, <laughs> if we're not yeah. in love, then hey, that's fine too. But like hey, whichever, whatever point, whatever point you are in your life, this back. is gonna slap even harder in like another ten years or another twenty years. It's the little kickbacks with the kids there. Like, what y'all little niggas know about this one? I mean, ho- no, hopefully not, because I, like, I will embarrass myself, because I'll be saying that in tears. You can't say that in a casual way. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is not one of the songs you like. Mama, mama, what's wrong? Like, are you okay? No, I'm not. Yeah, they're thinking about that one time in fifth grade when someone didn't have a crush on you back. Like, I'm thinking back at like one silly, silly crush you had when you were like 16, and suddenly like all the emotions are rushing back again. Like, gosh. Yeah, no. Do you guys associate this album with a person? Oh yes, no, not the whole I'm album. So different songs. For it. Oh my goodness, because I don't think I would have been able to recover. Because the way this album makes me feel, I mean, I think now I might. Now I listen to songs and I can think of different people or whatever, but not the whole album. This is an hour not long. Not the whole album, album. bro. Yeah, you know? I can't associate this whole album with one. Like no, and I think it's also a testament to the way the album like moves through emotion. Like you can't. You're gonna feel the emotion again for someone else as well. So like you can't just you can't just stick with whoever it is you initially felt it for or whatever. But I definitely like have you know moments where okay that song and this, but but it's not because we were like having a moment when the song was playing or anything. It's just because at a time when I was listening to this song, that's how I was feeling. Mm. Mm. <laughs> not not him. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but no, like the album itself is like. I can listen to it fine. Like it's not like I'm triggered or anything. Nah, like it's gonna, it's gonna, and that's another thing why I think it's gonna age very well because I think it's gonna continuously take on new meanings for me. Like each, like the more I listen to it, I'm gonna as- associate with different experiences, associate with different people as I continue to get older. Um, yeah. And it, it's never gonna feel old or stuck in whoever I felt for it last. You get what I mean? Yeah. I, think I feel I can feel. Yeah. It's one thing for someone's art to have you in your room thinking, fuck, what the hell is going on? Do you, do you guys ever have a moment mm-hmm. when you're listening to a song, watching something or whatever, and you literally have to pause and be like, did I just experience, like, this is so fucking yeah. gorgeous. And then it's another to yeah. realize that everyone around you feels the exact same way about that piece yeah. of art. Like, yeah. do you know how you crazy too. hard that is to do? Like, it's, it's, in, like, it's incredible. What he did with his album is just so unmatched. Like, it's so unmatched. Like these are the albums that we're just gonna like just are uh, just etched into not even time like into us like we this is us like channel or- orange is our generation's like thing like and For it's real. just the fact that we all can hold on to this album like with with the feeling it doesn't matter who like I remember being when me back when me and Keji used to live together in like fourth year um and I put on channel orange I don't know I think I just hit shuffle on it for no reason that day. 
and that whole morning we just sang that album together like it doesn't matter where who what time like everyone feels the same way about this album for different reasons for individual reasons for the same reasons like it's just mate it's not just a 10 out of 10 this album i think it's just monumental like you're you're right about generational as well it's ours it's our album like I, I do feel a claim to it though i don't know if you like i feel very did you say it's our album yes our yeah, album. yeah yeah that's yeah like I, I it's feel not that for the oldest not for the youngest either like even as we even though i think younger people whenever they you know leave tiktok oh, and start listening to music i will say that <laughs> but your little sister also maybe because she's exposed to like your music taste your little sister has taste in music that i don't know if that's reflective of the rest of our generation yeah, same. My little sister listens. Her my taste has informed her taste, so she yeah. she loves Shannon. Like she listens to like what they listen to, but she also listens to a lot a lot of things that I don't know a lot of them listen to. Yeah, because she she was what like I thought you remember like knowing the words the pyramids. So yeah, so and that's not okay, Ope. Why was she knowing the words the yeah, pyramids? That is not okay. Tash, we are so okay. sorry. When she working we at the pyramids so tonight, just there like <laughs> not that bit. Not that bit. I cut it off of the after the. <laughs> when Did she ever ask you, Ope, what are pyramids? We're gonna, we're gonna pause. What, what does like, he mean when he says the I pyramids? I said I'll tell you when you're older. Where is she, she at the pyramids? Like year, and I said, I said it's a strip club. I'm not gonna lie to you, it's a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we're we're all sitting at a twenty million out of ten. Um, Sounds about right sounds about right playing back i mean playing back yeah. this morning we'll play I'm back next month after this i think there has to, to be an option this. for for broke the rating system just because like i think there's there's albums that are like 10 out of 10 good and then there's albums that are like this is like a pivotal time in our life like at some point <laughs> all of us were changed by the album and i feel like that's yeah. not i can't rate it anymore after that like, yeah 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 this is too much this too much this it, is crazy how can it hold this much weight that's the crazy how it really holds that much weight it's so much weight like this album holds like this is I think crazy you could go to most people and ask them where were you when you heard Cherry oh Cherry i don't know if i remember i don't think it was that deep for me the first time i heard it like personally so i don't know i, I was just too young for it to be that yeah deep. like it was good but i don't think i would okay, remember maybe, the first okay, maybe time maybe what did it do for you and I think everyone will have an answer. I think that, yeah, I think or they most will. People would have and an it might not be the first two times I listened to it, but I think at some point, at one of the times you listen to Channel Orange, it probably altered you. Fair enough. Yep. And if it didn't, yep. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm pretty sure there's other people. There's people out there that probably think Frank is bland or something. Childish. That's what you are. <laughs> Childish. Childish. I don't know, you know. I think he's got everything. I think he's got something for everyone. Nah, there's definitely people out there who don't think he's. Yeah, like, there are definitely people. There's some people that only listen to like. I've heard people say he's boring. Punk rock, like, huh? that, like you can't just be sad. <laughs> sometimes just be sad, like sometimes just say that about boring. Um, I see a lot of comparisons between him and Miguel. Like, do you guys think they ring true? On what grounds, though? Like, just as artists. I yeah. think it's mostly vocally. I mean, but you can compare them. Yeah, you can make that comparison then. Uh, but I yeah, also see like... Oh, after Karen was saying, we don't, I don't think we respect him enough vocally. 
I think what Miguel, we definitely don't. Aspect. Yeah. Oh, I was even saying Frank, but Miguel as well. Oh, I think okay. we respect Miguel a lot more vocally. Yeah, I do think people Frank. respect oh, okay, Miguel a lot more fair. vocally that's than true. Frank. I agree. Yeah. That is true. Um, I so think in that, in that respect, I think it is a fair comparison. Yeah, I, I think the the thing that like obviously Frank has over Miguel is that Miguel doesn't have a comprehensive body of work that's anywhere close to Channel Orange. He but doesn't. if you look at his he like doesn't. career in general, yeah, guys. I think their careers are comparable. The only issues yeah. that a huge part of your, yeah. I think Frank might win just off of the fact that like a huge part of a music career is a project. It is like a yeah. project that like. Lyrically but I do well, think Miguel has a slightly better career. No. Like just just in terms of like the things he's achieved, but I think that's because he wants to. I think if Frank wanted to have a career like that, he very much could. Mm, yeah, I also could, think it depends. Could. But I also think it depends. Like what? Like so? What do you like? Like what do you consider? Like, like what are the things that you're like considering? Do you know what I mean? Because if if you if like for me a pro, like a good album is so high up there that Miguel could not win, but if you like looked at other things and they were like on par then yeah i guess the thing you is know what though, I, mean? I do think like yeah i do think miguel's just more a little bit and i do think again this is more like frank's decision but i do think miguel's just a little bit more present in like day-to-day like music happenings for me mentally and in terms of his input in r&b and especially the genre the type of r&b miguel does like i I don't know. I think there's something. There's just something to know about Miguel. Miguel's an incredible writer as well. Like he can write a song. Wait, does um, that? I think they're on par. Yeah, I was gonna say. Does the fact that Frank isn't out here, like, does that actually? I don't know. Do you think? Do you think Miguel's on par with so. Frank's pen game? Like, you think they're equal? Hey, Miguel, Miguel's think, pen game is fire. Equal. Miguel's pen game is fire. I think they're equal. I, I, I was. I think. Yeah, I would say equal if anything. But I was leaning more towards Frank. But maybe I'm just high off Channel Orange at the moment. No, I think they might be on par. Yeah, if you think about even even including the stuff they've written for other people. Yeah, because yeah, Miguel Miguel was penned for others. So, I don't know. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. Even like I think about songs like Vixen. I think Vixen is so wonderfully written. Mm -hmm. Adorn. Yeah, and there's a bunch of other songs as well. Yeah, but I just I Miguel could never win. Oh, just off of the fact that there is no album that he has. That yeah, he doesn't like none of Miguel's albums like are as good as. I'm pretty sure. I think yeah. I'm, Miguel's like I don't even know. Yeah, no, I think performance. But that's what I mean. Yeah. I think that's Miguel's why a better performer. Said yeah. about being yeah. present is so important because it's hard to. I know for like when I saw Frank in concert, his presence wasn't really carrying it. It was the actual songs and the feeling of being. Did it? Did it? Did it deplete the music or the experience? The experience, the tiny bit. Okay. But only, but the music carried the rest. Do you get what I mean? But it doesn't mean that it it still wasn't a rounded performance. Mm -hmm. I just very much wanted to be there and I wanted to enjoy it. I did enjoy it. But if we're talking about performances as a whole, my girl is a has the package but i don't think that's because yeah, he's present and like like so like every day-to-day things i think he just there's no good at performing then but i think that's an aspect i don't think, I think people as, are present in day-to-day things present. and not good at performing some orca yeah <laughs> mm, i don't know if that's some orca don't want to be there though yeah exactly but, that's but, what i mean but you can, I feel like, you can say but neither does frank i don't think frank wants to be there either 
I also don't think that that's and I think a good excuse. I don't know that's either, a good excuse. Because even if you don't want to be there, the point, the, I don't know what to tell you, the two dates were there. Like, I guess, obviously, <laughs> do, do, you get, do you get what it's I mean? Book, so I don't know what to tell you. No, yeah, like, I'm not, and I'm not taking away from the, the whole, like, the, the anxiety thing that she has to, like, struggle with, like, when she's on stage. But it's not a good performance. Like, it. But it's yeah, nobody, yeah, it's still I a good performance. It, it still does come into being present, though. Because really and truly, you're going to have more dates if you're gonna have more dates more bookings more shows if you are that full package on stage but what i'm okay what, what all i was saying is that being present in day-to-day like pop culture does not mean that you will be a better performer those two i don't think are like linked oh no no, no. i just said sorry i meant it's an aspect of it it's just one small bit of being present okay sure i'm not i'm not quite seeing it but okay she says, sure, Jan. No, I just don't. Yeah, I just don't see how, like, being, like, present. Was, I just, yeah, I go, you yeah. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you guys for listening. Um, let us know your thoughts on, well, we know your thoughts. We do. But let, let us know in them, in the hashtag, the playback pod, and make sure you guys at us at the playback pod. Hit a follow button. Yeah. Uh, anything else I meant to say? I don't know. I won't be knowing. Uh, I think that's it. Think that's it. Yeah, thank you guys for listening for real. All right. Bye. Bye.